Hi, and welcome again to the Defy the Norm podcast. I'm your host, Victor Robledo, and today we're going to be discussing how scarcity could be impacting your ability or your scarcity mindset could have impacted your ability to live your best life. Yeah, it's true. And I can actually speak tons about this one. I'm going to try to keep it short and to the point and give you some simple signs that this might be happening to you and also some simple tips on how you can help fight that mindset. Before I get into that, if this is the first time you've ever listened to the Defied Norm podcast, um, my wife and I, Robin, uh, almost 10 years ago, we're nine years now, decided to sell everything off and live full time in the road. When we first moved in with our five children, we lived in a 20 foot uh, class C motorhome and traveled the world. We would um, travel abroad and then come back and live in an RV and travel the US. And we searched adventure. We were in search of trails, mountains, um, surf breaks, rock climbing. We did a lot of adventure. For me, it was one of the most challenging times in my life. And a lot of that time, I actually did not spend working. I was trying to figure myself out. I disconnected from the rat race and we jumped in to defy the norm. And so through that process, we were able to learn about ourselves and learn a lot about self our self-growth journey. And now we are here to share the journey with you and some tidbits that could help you connect the dot and live your best life. So what is scarcity? Scarcity comes from, quite simply, Feeling or actually being poor. Now, I say feeling because in the end, I was never without a meal. And that's very important to know. I was never without meal. There are certainly people that have had more hardship than I have. But my experience and what I've connected, and if you didn't already know, uh, Robin and I have been health and wellness coaches and now turning into life coaches for almost 30 years. And so some of the progress that we that I have seen in clients is a direct relation to what I've jumped into over the last nine years and learned. And so what is scarcity? If you grew up wanting and not having, that is scarcity. Now, most of us have some level of entitlement that certainly can get in the way. But for me, being the oldest of four, it created... It was a very significant scar that was left behind based on some of the experiences we had. Now, safety and security also play a significant role in your feeling scarce. Feeling like you're not safe and secure can leave you feeling like you're in a constant state of fight or flight. So it's real important to pull apart if you have some big T trauma or little T trauma, you know, I've alluded to this quite often. All of us have something and the significance of that something varies per people. The resilience that we have to that, my soul was actually quite sensitive to the few things that I've hap- that happened to me, which included uh, sexual abuse, um, some violence, um, as well as a wide array of other issues that we won't get into. But the important thing is that in your body, if you have that something that left a mark or you haven't discovered it, it's just a function of breathing into that space. And I do quite a bit of work in trauma healing these days with with holotropic breathwork and breathwork in general to try to uncover where that mark was. Because remember how we 
deal with stress is defined from about ages 5 to 15. So somewhere along that line, you are frameworking how you will deal with stress. And so whatever that was will define how it is. For me, it was that abuse. And that abuse made it so that I felt a certain way every time I got into a stressful situation. Fast forward to 35, massive adrenal burnout, massive burnout. That's basically what I kept communicating to my wife. I feel like I've been that I was that eight-year-old again. I feel like that. And so real important. So going back to scarcity, um, you know, my dad was a, did an amazing job. My parents did the ultimate sacrifice. They came across, both my parents um, were born in Guadalajara, Mexico, and immigrated to the United States. And their families got to work at building building themselves, building a foundation through education and hard work. And my dad was a pipe welder at the Nasco shipyards and was a very proud guy and worked his tail off. Because of the changing status in our neighborhood, my parents decided real early on to make an ultimate sacrifice and work even harder to send us to uh, Catholic school, to private Catholic school, parochial school. Because of that, you can imagine four kids in parochial is not cheap. So they everything was very, very tight. And I sense that. And really your soul's imprint and the type of personality that you have can make a massive difference as to how that impacts you. All I knew is that if I wanted to eat an extra piece of chicken breast, it wasn't going to happen because there was only two on the chicken and it was going to go to um, sometimes my more finicky brothers and sisters. And I knew that if I asked for a pair of shoes, well, I can't get you it. My mom would show me. She would, to this day, uh, she probably remembers showing me a dollar. Okay, this is a dollar. How many? Each one of you guys is going to get 25 cents, right? That's how the way you have to understand how money works. Well, in my mind, it created an idea that there was not and because of my personality type, which was sort of the giver, I'm a, a type two or a two Enneagram, which is related to this giving caregiving. It was real easy for me to just forego my wants and desires from a very young age and just help mom out, help dad out by just giving. The problem is, is if you're having, have any scarcity in mind, it could do one of two things, right? Certainly can send you to work your tail off and just go for it. Now, I have plenty of people that I work with that work their tail off to like, I need to acquire because it, money is scarce. The problem with that is many people get to continue to acquire And don't realize that they still have that same feeling deep inside of them. And it's essentially a root chakra. We talk a lot about root chakras here. These energy hubs, which are are in the human body. Some float, slide out sightly, the the human body. But in, in the end, if we have an energetic blockage in the body, it's going to lead to certain feelings and certain symptoms. And so if you are... I've had people who are millionaires struggling with scarcity mindset and I have people that are extremely frugal and live a very simple life and are completely happy now that's not always the case the trick is to start understanding where that root and scarcity programming starts if you feel some of the symptoms associated with that is that you feel like you're always in flight or flight or if you feel if you're not absolutely destroying yourself in work or any other 
matter because I could tell you that I was destroying myself in the gym and destroying myself in the work that you are not working hard or doing your due diligence or you're you're a horrible person that is a problem because in the end we have to have a value and enjoyment of our life while we do it let me say that again it's super important that if you're working towards something and you're passionate about your work and you love what you do that you also feel a sense of peace now that doesn't mean if a project isn't coming on that you don't like, okay, I got to get to work and work intensely. But this, the negative self-talk and the feeling that everything is going to fall apart, like your stack of Legos, like your stack of bricks, is at any moment on the precipice of something coming in and pushing it down, that is a scarcity mindset. That is a essentially a root chakra um energy blockage that it's super important to address. Now for me, that scarcity mindset came came about from feeling, you know, I knew I I knew what it meant when my dad was laid off from work. I knew what it meant when I asked for like, hey, everyone wears Nikes, can I have a pair of Nikes? No, no, no. We did most of our shopping at Payless and that's where we got our tennis shoes until it became so difficult. I begged my mom, like I'd rather have holes in my shoes and fit in whenever with everyone else when it came time. But those things leave a mark. And so I certainly know what it meant to live off of beans and rice. We grew up on beans and rice and because you could feed a lot. And actually, I remember asking my mom very, very clearly, like, hey, we're, are we Irish? Because we eat a whole lot of potato, potatoes. She's like, no, it's because they're cheap. <laughs> and she would use that. And again, I was never hungry. As a matter of fact, quite the opposite. I was a little on the hefty side. I probably could have stu- stood to use a meal. But again, that safety and security rattling. I felt like food was scarce. So you can imagine if it's placed in front of you, you devour. So super important to just figure out where that scarcity comes from. I have plenty of clients that that have had negative experiences where they might have slept in a vehicle because they've been evicted or, or multiple clients that have had police knock at the door for domestic violence. And those things rattle the very root of safety and security and without careful attention, can derail your relationship, derail your career, derail your very health and wellness. Now, how do you potentially deal with it? And that's where we're moving into today is just to give you some simple steps on today's podcast. If you at all feel like that, because you deserve, regardless of race, creed, ethnicity, Everyone deserves to live an amazing life of abundance. Absolutely. But some of these things are carried through to in our lives and are permeating through every part. And not to mention, I'd even go into generational issues. If you have family over family dealing with some scarcity. I remember my dad sharing a story about um, they lived quite frugally when they were in Mexico and they would drink cod liver oil to make the supplementation of the vitamin A that they weren't potentially getting in their daily diets because meat was more expensive. So a good way to supplement is to get get cod liver oil. And that was just a standard thing. And dessert for him was a sweet potato that the vendor would sell on the side of the street. So you can absolutely know that generationally that's carried through one to the to the other and if it, you make the decision that it's going to end with you i have every belief that every person has the strength and the power to do it 
just just depends on sometimes some people need a little more help and sometimes people can handle it on their own and observe it. So when you, the first level of understanding that you might have scarcity is to have those symptoms, fight or flight, difficulty with vision or clarity of your future. Now, a lot of people have wonderful clarity in certain parts of their life, but if their third eye, that clarity to like see, oh, I just can't see myself happy and very specifically in this career or my relationship. They have a general feeling. Feelings are good. That's a great start. I'm striving for a feeling. Works. But you need to be able to see it in detail. If you could see it in detail, there's a good chance you're starting to um, overcome some of those scarcity mindsets. This is where journaling becomes very, very important. Just writing down a couple things and helping you to envision it. Uh, Let's see. And If you have some of those difficulties with clarity or you're having some issues in, um, this is where that physical manifestation comes in, right? If you're constantly in fight or flight, you could be in some sort of adrenal burnout. Um, But addicted to that adrenal burnout, addicted, the only time you feel good is, is on high alert. That's also an indication that you have some scarcity mindset, some root trauma, some safety or security issue that could be rattling your very ability to enjoy life because you only have so much. You have a blockage in energy below. You're going to have a blockage above. So tips to health, to getting healthy and grounded and working on that scarcity mindset. The very first thing is positive self-talk. And I just shared this on social media this week. There was a time when I knew I was very happy, but my body had subconsciously been hijacked. Right, And this is where this hijack, hijacking happens at that root level. And it starts to really, you remember your mind is playing tricks on you. It's advanced, but it's not advanced. The ego wants to derail you. And so I would have to intentionally stare in the mirror and force a smile. I am happy. I am happy. I am happy. I am happy. Why? To retrain my organ systems, to retrain my system. First off, to not be in a frown turn that upside down and get into a smile. Force it. And if it feels funny, even better. Do it more. Uh, It doesn't have to be inauthentic with people. Force it in the mirror. And smile and positive self-talk to try to get you. I know what I want. I am happy. I enjoy my job. I enjoy my career. These kinds of things start to permeate and start to talk on the subconscious level. And hopefully you have a breathwork practice. And that's the next one. Start a little bit of breathwork or meditation. Now meditation, if it's tough for a lot of people with this mindset, this is why I usually start off with breathwork. To help them define that their diaphragm is not working right. To help them define that they're not in a rest or restore. Because literally within five minutes of a basic breathwork, they realize like, oh wait, This is what it means to be relaxed. And because now they're relaxed, they can assess what's going on between below the river of consciousness. You have this whole subconscious. Remember, we have 60,000 thoughts a day and most of them are subconscious. We say this over and over so that you don't forget it. Um, And so very, very important to do some breath work. Now, the other one is a simple one, grounded, getting in nature. Now, grounding is super important super valuable because it gets you a little more highlighted emphasis. Now we've lived in an RV, so you can imagine that's part of the reason I've been able to make this step forward because truthfully, without this amount of time, I would have been stuck in a rat race mentality and just ground out and just accepted that this how life was and lost that joie de vivre. I could feel it even to this day. I get too much in that grind like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. Well, wait a second, Vic. 
You get to do this. You get to figure this out. You get to help people that you can that are friends that are family by your voice and help them live their best life and change help change the world a few people at a time. Heck yeah, high five. Now that's a little bit different. And so it's very important to understand that getting in nature and grounding. So grounding would absolutely be. I know people um, for many, many years that I've worked and owned a business in Coronado for 20 years. And it always shocked me. One of the most beautiful places in the world. And I had to order them to get some grounding. Mean getting to the beach. So there they live on the most pristine beach. One of the most pristine beaches in the entire world. And they're never getting their feet in the sand or they're never even getting their feet in their yard. They're going in and out their door in the bustle and hustle. So if you don't have an opportunity to spend extended periods of time in nature on the weekly basis, I highly recommend daily you walk in the grass, even if you're just listening to a podcast or you're laying in a hammock in your backyard sit under a tree. I absolutely remember the Schumann residence, the residence of the earth, the ions that you're transferring from that earth literally heals. The earth, earth literally heals. So spend some time. And if you can barefoot, really get barefoot out there and it really feel connected to nature. A Qigong practice that leads me into the next one. Qigong as a standing meditation is a wonderful movement of flow. So if you have symptoms of like ADHD and are struggling with that scarcely, I can't sit still, can't sit still. Breath work is active, but if it's not active enough for you, some gentle movement patterns through Qigong, which is essentially the grandparent of Tai Chi, can help you. And you don't need very many moves. I use three or four consistently daily to kind of to kind of help me ground myself. So just a simple bounce or a simple swaying motion is a very good example and see if that's soothing and helps you discharge negative energy, discharge the energy that you're holding and help you calm down and beat that scarcity mindset. Now that scarcity mindset has a massive, massive impact on your GI tract. And because it has a massive impact on your GI tract, it has a massive negative impact on your brain. So where there is a gut problem, there is likely, likely uh, a brain problem. So leaky gut being the most, the biggest culprit. If you're living out of the hormones of stress, if you're living in a fight or flight, you have some addiction to stress, you have some addiction to um, caffeine, you have some addiction to sugar, there's likely you have a permeability issue. That means holes in your GI tract, which lead to food particles um, floating around in your blood. And that gets in your brain, which leads to um, apathy, lethargy, um, fatigue. And so very, very important that we eat in a certain way, anti-inflammation. You you avoid all inflammatories, things that don't agree with you, and start paying some money and sourcing organic and uh, pasture-raised, wild-caught, you name it, you know where it comes from. Now, if you obviously are extremely sensitive, there are big ones that are that are triggers. Obviously, gluten and dairy are two of the biggest ones. But at this point, if I'm recommending an anti-inflammation diet, you are dairy-free and gluten-free for the extended period of time. And with a lot of clients, we do a a little bit of a parasite cleanse for two to three weeks. So you can reach out to us directly here or on any of our social media platforms at Nomads with a Purpose. If you want any additional information, um, we do have coaching slots available for actually um, a good portion of my family does coaching and helps people in this path. Uh, So going back to 
tips that you can do to that scarcity mindset. So we had positive self-talk. We talked about breathwork practice or meditation. We talked a little bit about Qigong and we talked about improving your GI health. And now the last one here is to start to observe and identify the programming associated with that scarcity. Finding that root is somewhat important because then you can observe it sort of in the third person. Oh, that's just my scared eight-year-old worrying that I was going to see my abuser at a family event. And so when I get into a rock climbing is the best one because I still struggle with that. Um, when I start rock climbing and get get a little bit, have an issue with heights, I can just observe that and go, oh, that's just my scared eight-year-old again coming out and like, oh, stress reaction. This is what it's like. Then I can take pause and go, okay, do I really want to finish this? And even if I don't decide to finish it, I'm like, had enough, I can sit in the feeling and go diffuse it. So that's that's my tidbits here, guys. If you're feeling that you have a scarcity mindset or you go grew up with poor or what you envisioned was a lack, hopefully this helps. We want to hear from you. I want to hear from you and know where I need to take this. Until next time, yours in good health. Thanks.